0: Welcome to Well Played Podcast, a show on all things playful and joyous in education. I'm your host, Michael Matera, sixth grade teacher, author, speaker, and co-founder of EMC2 Learning, the greatest community of educators around. Well Played is part of the On Podcast Media Network, so let's dive right in to a new episode. This is season five, episode 20. We today have no guest. I'm the guest. Uh, I'm going to be walking you through this concept, this idea of side quests, and uh, speaking of EMC2 learning, uh, one, there is currently a little special running, so definitely check out that if you're not part of the community. It is such an awesome community filled with doers, filled with people that are just taking action, and then hundreds of resources, and now these courses, which brings me to today's topic of Side quests because we did uh, John and I did a skill builder just on side quests and really looks you know at every aspect of it how to lay them out how to get the most from your students from it it is an awesome course uh, and it's an awesome piece to your classroom and that that's what we want to talk about today is this this the power of the side quests and for those of you who are frequent listeners of the podcast, you know that this podcast is all about sort of playful learning, right? All things playful and joyous in education. So it's not just gamification and playful learning, but um, that's definitely a core piece. And I got to tell you that side quests are... Absolutely, positively, one of my favorite aspects of my gamified class. I know when we hear the word gamification, the thing people often already know about is badges, right? Badges is is the thing, and I gotta tell you, like, man, that's like some of the shallow or surface things about gamification. When we get into it, and we start to look at the power of side quests, which eh, for for our purposes today, the definition here of a side quest is tasks that don't have to be complete in order to win the game right so in a video game there's often a lot of times these little quests you can go on where you maybe are you're trying to save the princess right but like along the way you bump into the farmer and he's lost all his sheep and you know you gotta like bring the ship the sheep back and you don't have to do that you could definitely go on your way and uh still still win the game however if you do complete that, a lot of times there's little things that you get along the way. And for people like me, uh, I like to I like to interact with the game. So I definitely like doing those side quests. What that looks like in the classroom. And this is where I just got so excited to do the skill builder course on side quests for EMC2. And why I kind of want to tee it up here is this case for the side quests, uh, Because... It is an awesome space for your students to explore uh, different different aspects of themselves, different aspects of your course, and it's 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 a, it is truly a thing of beauty. And this is where I wish bloggers that are talking about gamification would stop focusing just on the points and the badges. And focus on some of the mechanics like this, and some of the some of the outcomes that come from our quote unquote players of the game. So this side quest, these ideas, I like. I lay these side quests out for students to try. They don't have to do them. They're put up on my website. They ha- are very open ended. So I do not sit here and define exactly what they have to do. I don't spend a ton of time showing exemplars. In fact, I show zero exemplars. Uh, There is no rubric. It really is just pointing them in a direction like build a map or make a map, right? Or, Or something like that. And kids over the course of the year, and this is where it's just awesome. If you actually stick with something, not just not just trying everything a little bit. Like let's go deep in something. And this concept of side quest. When you go deep, and your students get used to it, and they realize you're going to tee up side quest after side quest after side quest for them to explore on, and and and, and try their best at, uh, they start to improve in their skills, like anything else, right? And so some of the skills you get, right? It, it flexes these Cs, right? If Cyclists are about choice because they get to opt in. So there's an immediacy of safety and security there. It is challenging because it is building them as independent learners, because I'm not gonna show exemplars. The whole class isn't doing this. There isn't class time for me to really do it. It's all happening outside of class uh, or just in those extra minutes if you have those. The other C is creativity. Right, Because again, there is no single path to finishing this. So my make a map example, uh, a student may pull out a sheet of printer paper and kind of sketch it out. That's cool. That's cool. And that might be a great first step, but conversations I could have with that kid over the year... uh, they're going to take that map and start, not that particular one, but if they do another one in the future, they're going to take that to that next level. They're going to start looking things up online. They're going to start seeing what they can do. They're going to start fusing together things from other classes where they're like, well, I learned this technique in art class. I think I could do that with this map. And you're like, yeah, go go have at it. Uh, and then lastly, well, not lastly, there's a bajillion skills, but for this podcast, it <laughs> Uh, the last C that I'm going to talk about is critical thinking. Critical thinking uh, is throughout all of this because they have to kind of think through for themselves what is a what is that balance of content, creativity fused together in sort of a new way. Content and creativity. This is what I constantly am just telling my kids. Content and creativity. You got to show me the content. You got to show me you understand something. You learn something. You grew in this course and then let's let's also be creative with it, right? And I love this about side quests and truthfully so do they. They really get they really have a good time kind of in the exploration phase. And what I love about it too is they are now used to a risk-rich environment because every single one of these side quests are a opportunity for them to try something new for them to take a risk because it was not defined for them and i i mean just wish you guys had the time to hang out with me in my classroom for 180 days because for you guys that are going to try this you're going to listen to this podcast you're going to take that skill builder and you're going to dabble in it and then you're going to kind of put it up on the shelf and you're going to like try 17 other things than side quest but i'm telling you if there is something that you want to "Quote unquote, buy a membership for uh, your students. You want you want to get them the membership of the mental and creative gymnasium that is side quests, right? Like hands down, it is one of my favorite aspects of my class and probably the the most impactful in terms of their lifetime trajectory. Truly, like bar none, side quests. So." <laughs> Uh, let's, let's, let's take a moment here, you know, before we kind of wrap this up, I mean, we're only eight minutes into this podcast. So maybe for the next eight minutes, let me tell you a few stories, uh, a few kind of like student testimonials, if you will, through me. So one, uh, I got to tell you, this is, uh, from a student, uh, this is, this story is probably like six or seven years old. Uh, but, Student in my classroom, super into fashion, loved fashion. That's all she cared about. She, I mean, definitely like that's all she talked about. That's what she read. Uh, that was her, right? And I had this side quest where they had to uh, make a replica, if you will, of an of a magazine, but not copying the actual magazine but the style of it right so they are going to make a time magazine or they're going to make a national geographic right they're going to take a real magazine as their muse and mimic all of it except the actual articles that are there so they have to find a new picture to put there and put a new title of what articles would be inside so like if they did their job right you would think that is a time magazine that that actually existed that's that, that was the goal right like to really pay attention to the creative aspects the history for my history class was the the picture that they're choosing and the like pretend articles that would be on the inside they didn't have to write the inside it was just the cover but they did have to be like catchy titles of like this that and the other on the inside and that all had to be history content so my content here this is content low But the challenge here and the critical thinking and creativity was how close can you mimic that Time magazine, right? Now, back to this girl. We're going to just call her Jennifer. Uh, Jennifer, like, didn't do any side quests. This is early in the year. This is probably my second unit, unit. And she hasn't done any side quests yet. And I... Come to Jennifer and I said, hey, like Jennifer, I just want, you know, like I think you would like this quest. So one, there was an invitation there. There was a connection there. Uh, and she said, why, why do you think you'd like it? I'm like, well, I mean, it's got a lot of design elements. And she, she's like, still it was clear that Jennifer had like blank face there. Didn't get why that would matter in relation to her. And then she, she opted in. She chose to do it. And she... <laughs> ended up like learning three different softwares to sort of get the look and feel just right. And she got like a creative high from that design element. And it and it came from the same place in her brain and in her heart that the design of uh, clothes and fashion came from. And She came up afterwards and was like, Oh man, Mr. Matera, like, I loved this. This was so awesome. I think I want to be a graphic designer. Uh, And these are words, like, right? Like, her entire life, she was lodged into one spot. And that's, and I don't want to belittle that. That's awesome. But her horizon was, was very narrow. And that can be so powerful for people to, to, forge that path. I don't want to like belittle that, but I also am a huge believer in that liberal arts. Like, well, let's, let's expand it. Let's widen that horizon. So you get to choose what you want as opposed to like, I chose the wrong path and now I I have zero frame of reference anywhere else. So, uh, fast forward and quote unquote, Jennifer, uh, comes back and turns out she is headed to school for design and I think that that is so cool that uh, a whole new area opened up for her. And that was because of side quests. Which, on t- I mean, remember, side this is on the side. She still did all the homework. We still took the tests and the quizzes and all that for history. And then she did this thing, this optional thing over and above it. All right. Story number two for you is about how uh, side quests. I, I have here this idea of side quests kind of come out of left field, and what I mean by that is you're not on the rails of your district or your building or your department chair. Side quests are all you and the student, and learning. Really, it's like it's the purest. It is the highest form of teaching that I have had the pleasure of being part of and that's really the best way i can say i can't say that i did it it's it's that you're a part of it because you're creating a a a journey they can go on but you do not walk that journey with them you do not equip them with a bunch of stuff you literally just inspired them to go down this path and and they know that this is a safe enough place that they have the confidence to begin that journey and they understand that on the back end, it's, it's going to work out for them. Even if that means the actual project itself or the side quest itself didn't end up being perfect. And so when I say that sidequests can come out of left field, what I mean by this is because I'm no longer on the rails, right? Everything doesn't have to be super content focused. We can start to look at the learner and the learner can start to look at themselves as truly not, not like, like it's transformative. That's what I'm trying to say, right? That students become something in your class. And that is amazing. It's not what are they getting. They're not just getting facts, right? It's not about what will you get. It is what you will become through side quests. And I think that that is so awesome. And this left field means, you, because it's happening outside your class, because it's invitational, because you are not writing it for everyone to do, not every side quest are you thinking that all you know, 100% of your kids are going to do, you're starting to write it for like pockets and you're giving invitations and opportunities for all sorts of pockets of students to, to try. And I love that kids now, things that seemingly wouldn't come into your history class or your math class now, because it's a side quest, you can do that. So like my quest about the magazine cover again was far more about tech skills than it was history skills literally if this took a student five hours to do the history side of it took them literally like seven minutes eight minutes the rest was the technical and creative skill of trying to create that that time magazine cover and uh I love that that can fit in there. And now students, like I've had students paint things, I've had students create things like physical creations, digital creations, Minecraft, you name it because it it now everything fits in your class and you don't have to only worry about content. Uh, And when I really think, like I said, this is where it was like the highest form of learning because kids are opting into that learning and kids start to see you As a as a as a true academic coach that really just wants to improve them. You're not some sort of academic uh dealer that is pushing just your content. That's really just pushing, like, well, you gotta know these facts. You gotta know these facts. You won't get into a good college. Or, you know, if if we don't teach you this section, you're gonna fall behind the scope and sequence of this, you know, like they won't be prepared for the next year. They start to just see you as somebody that's there. Like you're there, like almost like a parent, right? Like a, a, you're there, you're there for them and you're producing situations in which the best for them can come from it. And the best could be the lessons learned on a journey that was not complete or the the lessons learned by making it all the way to the end. It, it It's a win-win either way. And when they see that with you, that's amazing. And kind of on that last piece there, I just, I don't know if this is making sense. I mean, you guys can tweet it to me if it's making sense or not. But um, I think it's so cool. It's it's so cool. And I, I, I hope you guys take the time to add side quests. And again, stick with the side quests. If you're a member of EMC2, check out the skill builder. Uh, lots of advice in there. Lots of wisdom that I was able to sort of put together, right? Because like you never are going to do a presentation on side quests. No one's going to hire me to come to the school to only talk about side quests. Uh, So I love how this skill builder gave me an opportunity to really dive in for like an hour and a half on just how to do side quests right, how to talk to students about it, how to lay it out. Also, there's some other tools on there in terms of how to like collect side quests, how to keep them organized, all sorts of things. And there's some great resources. Uh, and speaking of which, MC2 is filled with great resources that would make good side quest opportunities for students. So it's a huge passion of mine, and I think that that shines through in kind of the the, the relationships I have with my students, and it and it lights me up. And I I just want that for you and your students. So. Thank you so much for being part of this well-played community. Definitely check out XP Lap on Twitter on Tuesday nights at 9 p.m. And as always, right, I appreciate you being here. And I want you to play well the rest of this week and enjoy life. Uh, enjoy the relationships you have, uh, friends, family, and your students. And that's all I have for you today, guys. So I hope you guys have a good one. And as always, you know, connect with me. Connect with me on Twitter, uh, Facebook, whatnot, join Teachers Table on Facebook or at Mr. Matera on Twitter. Love to hear from you. Take care, guys.